Hi, Julia here. Before we begin today's episode of Kids Bible in a Year, I have a special message for the parents and adults listening along. Kids, if you're listening alone, go ahead and pause this and get an adult so they can listen too. This episode contains content that may spark questions for your little one. The end of David's life is filled with messes, so the next few episodes will cover some hard topics requiring intentional follow-up conversations. We have done our best to make this podcast best for the kiddos while also remaining biblically faithful, but we also recognize that if you're going to read the Bible, subjects like these are bound to pop up. They are a part of the Bible because they are a part of the real world. If you think it's best to avoid any sensitive topics right now, go ahead and skip this episode. We will have this disclaimer at the beginning of any episode we think may be sensitive. Thanks again for listening. I acknowledge my sin to you. I didn't hide my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. Psalm 32, 5. Dear God, it's true that sometimes we make bad choices. We're sorry for the things we've said or done today that are not right. Even though we want to do good things, sometimes we mess up. Your word says that if we tell you what we did wrong, you always forgive us. You let us start all over fresh. Thank you for loving and forgiving us even when we don't deserve it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world, cultivate curiosity, and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. David and Bathsheba. In our last story, David defeated the Ammonites after the king had humiliated some of David's officials. In this story, we will learn about David staying back from war and sleeping with Uriah's wife and his attempt to cover up his sin, as inspired by 2 Samuel. Hi, it's Julia Sadler. Thanks for tuning in today for Kids Bible in a Year podcast. Sin. We all do it. And that's the topic of today's story. Up until now, David has seemed like a spiritual superhero, trusting and obeying God, like all the time. But today, we'll hear about a time when he messed up. Bad. So listen in close and you'll see what I mean. When spring came, David dispatched Joab and the army of Israel to destroy the Ammonites once and for all. But David did not go with the men into battle. In fact, he stayed home. One day, when David woke up from a nap, he went up onto his rooftop. While on the roof, David caught a glimpse of a beautiful woman bathing. He immediately reached out to one of his servants and had them find out who she was. When the news returned, David realized her name was Bathsheba, and she was the wife of one of his fighters, Uriah. Despite the information, 
David had her brought to the palace that same night, and he slept with her. Some time went by, and David received a letter saying, I'm pregnant. It was from Bathsheba. Upon hearing this news, David had someone fetch Uriah and bring him back from the battlefield to the palace to report on the wars. After Uriah gave David his report, David sent him home for an evening with his wife. David was secretly hoping that people would think Bathsheba became pregnant from Uriah's visit home, but out of respect for the men on the battlefield, Uriah decided that rather than returning home and enjoying the luxury of his own house, he will sleep on the front stairs of the palace. The next day, David tried again and had Uriah eat and drink with him and got Uriah drunk. Then David sent Uriah home to his wife. But once again, Uriah refused to go home while his friends were in the war. So the following day, David sent Uriah with a letter to Joab. In this letter, David ordered Joab to put Uriah at the place where the battle will be the fiercest and then pull back so that he will die. Joab followed the instructions and Uriah died. Joab sent a messenger back to David to report the status of the wars. David got infuriated that they weren't doing better than they were. But when he caught wind of the fact that Uriah had died, he immediately cooled down. David then sent the messenger back to Joab to encourage him and tell him to redouble his efforts and destroy the city. When Bathsheba got word that Uriah had been killed, she mourned. After her grieving process, David sent for her to be brought to his palace and married her. She became his wife and gave him a son. Yikes, that was not a great choice David made in today's story. Let's talk about what happened. David was minding his own business, waking up from a nap when he looked over and saw a beautiful woman named Bathsheba on the rooftop. He thought she was so pretty that he decided he wanted to marry her. But there was one problem. She was someone else's wife. Instead of looking away and obeying God, David decided he wanted to have his way, even though he knew it was wrong. He had Bathsheba come to his palace so they could do things only married people should do. And guess what else? Because he sinned in that way, it led to even more sins. He told lies, tried to cover up what he did, and even had Bathsheba's husband killed in battle just so he could be with her. What a mess. When we read this story in 2 Samuel, we aren't quite sure what David thinks and feels during this time. Did he know how sad God would feel about this? Was he sorry? Did he even care? Thankfully, there's a way to find out. Here's how. The book of Psalms in the Bible contains a collection of poems and songs written to God, and many of these were written by King David. One of these psalms is believed to be the prayer or song that David sang to God after he sinned with Bathsheba. In it, he says that he told God all about his sin and how wrong he was, and God forgave him. Before we get to that, let's talk a little more about this word sin. What is sin, really? Sin is anything we do that God says not to do. 
or anything we don't do that God says we should do. Here are a few examples. Lying to your parents so you don't get in trouble, cheating in school, taking something that's not yours, not doing what your parents ask you to do, talking mean about people or to people, looking at things you know are wrong, thinking thoughts that don't please God, and worrying too much. Those are just a few, but I bet you could think of a lot more. You may have noticed in today's verse that God forgives us when we sin, but there's something that David did before he talked about forgiveness, and we need to do it too. Do you know what it is? Here's a hint. 1 John 1.9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us the sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. God wants us to confess what we did. That means telling God all about it and telling him we know it was wrong. Of course, he already knows, but he wants us to tell him. He wants us to understand what we did and tell him we are sorry. Is there something you need to confess to God today? Just like David, when you tell God you know you were wrong and you're sorry, he can heal your heart and make it clean again. In fact, the Bible gives us four pictures of what God does with our sin after we confess. He buries it in the bottom of the ocean. He forgets all about it. He removes it as far as the east is from the west, which is like the farthest possible. And he makes us white and clean as snow. Take some time today to talk to Jesus about a sin you're struggling with. Tell him you need his help and you want to do the right thing. Tell him you're sorry and thank him for forgiving you because he's not waiting to yell at you. And he doesn't just forgive you a little bit. He longs to forgive you, to remind you how much he loves you. He knows how sin hurts his good creation and doesn't want that for you. What a powerful, loving, amazing God we have. Thanks for listening to today. Come back next time as we hear more about how David makes things right with God and all about his unanswered prayer. If this podcast brought you joy and seems like a valuable tool for kids and parents alike, please share it with someone you care about. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more inspiring stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic, God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and we have awesome conversations and amazing guests such as Candace Cameron Bray, Vice President Mike Pence, Dr. Robert Jeffress, Shannon Bream, Maddie Pruitt, and so many others. We are helping you have conversations that empower you to have bold faith in a broken world. You'll be excited, inspired, and encouraged in your faith as you check out Unapologetic. Remember that you can tune in wherever you get your podcasts and on Pray.com.